Don't you enjoy a cold, crisp beer? Can you imagine it now? Taking your first sip out of a full, ice-cold mug of golden German beer? Yeah, we love it too. And there's plenty of it at Oktoberfest, Huntington Beach, California, on October 4th. We're celebrating from 6.30 in the evening to 1.30 in the morning, just like we've done for the last 42 years. We've got the best imported German beers, including Späten, Warsteiner, Paulana, Hofbrau, and our own brand, direct from Germany, Schwaberpower. Plus, we've got food, beer drinking contest, a costume competition, and a live DJ all night with even more waiting for you. You must be over 21 with a valid ID to get in, and admission is $10 cash on the door. But here's the secret, folks. Come in before 6.30 and you get to come in for free and stay the whole night for free. Be here on October 4th at Old World Village, 7561 Center Avenue, Huntington Beach, California. The fun starts at 6.30. Five, four, three, two, go. All right. Internet, can you hear us? Repeat, Internet, can you hear us? Yeah, well, because we're live. Well, if you can, then you are listening to the one and only Fulcrum Report podcast here on The Comic Experience. <laughs> what episode is this, Machinima Man? Episode 58. Of the Fulcrum Report. And our topics this week? Death Stranding. Tan, the voice actor. And <laughs> some other useless stuff I can't remember. All that and more on the Fulcrum Report. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Fulcrum Report. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Fulcrum Report uh, here on the Comic Experience. Um, uh, before we start this video, if you guys wouldn't uh, mind, please dropping a like on this uh, on this lovely day we have going. Uh, please subscribe to our channel if you are already not, and hit the little bell notification so you know when our amazing voice subs come up and uh, our weekly podcast. Uh, Jungle Face Productions, uh, Gilbert. Do we have any words for him? Uh... Hey man, we're still releasing comics. I'm sorry that this isn't what you like, but we are we do release comics on a fairly regular basis. So you don't need to unsubscribe. You know. This doesn't cost any money, and uh, you yeah, just... none of your money goes to this. I promise. I guarantee you, none <laughs> yeah. of your money. Of money goes... <laughs> yes, I could personally vouch that none of it goes to me. I mean, either. Just so... don't watch our show. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry that, that you don't like our podcast, but. You know, don't take it out on the on the voice actors or the editors. You know, they didn't do anything. We love you. And uh, yeah, yeah, all these amazing voice actors and editors are yeah, they're doing an amazing job and they deserve to be paid for their really hard work. And like I said, we have our own Patreon, and that is how I shall transition this. Gilbert, uh, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell everybody a little about yourself and uh, tell them about our Patreon? 
Yeah, my name is Gilbert. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well at Fulcrum Gilbs. And uh, yeah, we do have a Patreon. Uh, it has two levels, $1 and $5. And that is for uh, a thank you at the end of our videos and access to our Discord channel. So yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to end up doing an overhaul on that at some point. I, I need to get better rewards because apparently no one cares. There, There is some sort of, uh, of uh, what do you call it, contest going on right this moment, right? Uh no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. There's oh, yeah. A... That's, all, that's all you, dude. You talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will give out two tickets to The Last Jedi in December uh, to anybody that joins the Fulcrum Report Patreon. Uh, this is our road to 19,000. Or wasn't it 18,000? Or did we already reach 18,000 now? Yeah, we, already, we already passed 18,000. <laughs> we got uh, tickets for The Last Jedi? Tickets for The Last Jedi. Two tickets for The Last Jedi. Got to join the Patreon. Uh, episode you nine. Wanna, you oh no no no! Episode. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker. Oh right, right. Nice try. Damn it, you guys! You blew it! You blew it! You blew it! You blew it! I was trying to just sneak that in and try and give away tickets to the Last Jedi. Yeah, you were just trying to subvert our expectations. Somebody had to call me out on it. But no, uh, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, we'll be giving those out. Uh, just please join our Patreon. And uh, by the time the movie comes out, I'll randomly pick someone. So, uh, I'm, I am i don't think I can introduce myself. I'm Sebastian. Hi. <laughs> you can uh, follow me on Instagram at Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. And uh, I shall also um, introduce, let's see. Oh. I'm going to shoot it over to the UK. We have the one, the only, Machinima Man Marshall. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me back. Uh, I wasn't here last week, but here I am. So, <laughs> yeah. Because you're stuck welcome. with me this week. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm uh, in the UK's corner this week because Harrison's napping. So, yeah, you got me. No, it's all good. It's all good. And uh, where can we follow you, Mission Emma Man? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, let me see, Marshall's VA. I'll put it in the chat. Uh, whoever has the uh, the Twitter handle Marshall VA, please let me have it because that S really annoys me on the end of my name. Excellent. Excellent. No, I love I that comment. <laughs> that just up. It just I... makes me want to laugh more. <laughs> Why do you think I'm always laughing? <laughs> I, it was a long day at work, and uh, this podcast just makes me happy for once a week, you know? <laughs> Man, we, we can't do anything right today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before, before we burn the world down, um, let's shoot it over to our, our new guest. We have uh, Mr. Ton. Why don't you tell us about yourself, starting with uh, what part of the world you're from, and then uh, you, we can uh, we can go from there. Sure, sure. So my name is Tan. Uh, I'm from a little-known country called Turkey. Uh, Never heard of it. I'm from this, yeah, I'm from <laughs> Istanbul. Uh, I'm 18, and I am a Turkish voice dubbing actor. Uh, quite new to the sector, but still. Uh, and yeah, I got involved with voice acting a few years ago. 
uh, in Turkish, not in English. I, I do some English sometimes, but you know, as you can hear, it's my English is not very good. My England is very bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I usually work a movie, uh, theatrical, and uh, some occasional Netflix dubs. I used to be a voice technician, like the recording engineer. I was interested in that, and they realized they needed a like a near child voice. So, so they called me in over the studio, did a voice for some Indian TV show, and then just started to work. Now, I sometimes go to school. I'm getting ready for college, maybe film school. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Excellent! Excellent. Um, and then uh, here, uh, since you're new to the channel, uh, welcome, by the way, everybody. Welcome, Tan. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, he, he yeah, I know. He gave us a shout out last week. Uh, we're going to ask him. We're going to interview him uh, a little bit because that's actually kind of like how this podcast started in the beginning uh, by like interviewing crew and, and uh, like people in the industry. So it, it, I'm really stoked to, to interview somebody that's like legitimately working on Netflix. Cause we just sit over here and bitch about Netflix and then we make our dubs. So, <laughs> so like, I'm super excited to like talk with somebody that's actually like doing it. Uh, so welcome, welcome. And then, uh, why don't you do the honors and welcome some of the, our guests in the comments to you. Are you watching this live? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, so. go for it. Yeah. Dale Erdman, welcome to the chat. Uh, Abdullah Yaman, hi. What's up? Uh, that's my friend. I sent him the link. Oh, excellent. Thanks, what's up? Avatars, what's up? Gilbert Santillan. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, right. that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Who's that loser? <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah. British boy. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that Brexit. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> so Good what's the thing about Brexit? 20, 20 election. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. And uh, I think with that Gilbert saying moving on, it means that it's time for the quiz question. Y'all ready for the quiz question? Uh, Ton, are you familiar with the quiz question? Have you listened to the... Uh, I'm the not really sure. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to ask a question at the beginning of the podcast. At the very end of the podcast, we're going to answer that question. It's always like a fun Mimi question. And uh, whoever has the best answer wins this week. That's awesome. that's the yeah. So everybody, and then uh, same for everybody down in the comments. Uh, I'm gonna ask a question. Everybody hold your answers, and by the end of the podcast, uh, drop it down there, and I'll give somebody down there a win. So uh, the 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 quiz question this week we have Death Stranding, and uh, we actually got about an hour of footage. Uh, we're gonna talk about it a bit later, um, but you know, mostly. Um, I'm going to get into my thoughts because I think it's actually looks really interesting and cool. But uh, until that, uh, it's basically just like a UPS type game with some real, real deep stuff in it. But uh, the main mechanic is just kind of like delivering packages, apparently. So uh, I want you guys to uh, come up with a, a brand new game. Uh, it's It would be Kojima's next game based off of some other obscure uh occupation and tell me how you would kojimaize it okay we got the question I'm, i tried to make it simple this week nobody in the comments murder me <laughs> dude there is nothing simple about this <laughs> so yeah just make a game simple no yeah so you're gonna give me your premise uh and but the the main mechanic will be based around some obscure occupation so yeah oh. and yeah like i said we're gonna talk about death stranding 
Uh, Mr. Man, you've been interested in that with me, right? With Absolutely. the Death Stranding? Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that hour, that hour of footage? Uh, not the full hour, but I saw like the... You saw some stuff. Okay, good, 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 good. So we're going to talk about that later. But first, uh, we have an actual... Uh, some we, ha we have a new friend. Hi, new friend. New friend, why are you why are you curling up in the corner? No, come be friends with us. What's up, Tan? Um, so, uh, <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit, uh, like, you, you told us a little bit about yourself and what you do, but uh, why don't you let us yeah. know a little bit about the process? You also worked on a little bit of something called, uh, what was that movie? It was, it was a little something that we're all just kind of fans of over here. Well, yeah, just a very little indie film called Star Wars. And <laughs> so, Star Wars just demands too much secrecy just too much okay so in this screen you don't get to see the movie you don't usually you don't get to know you're doing star wars i was just you know familiar with the term space bear the working title that's how i found out and like occasionally uh, i took glances at the script and i saw like turkish translations of like the resistance first order stormtrooper and that was great and i kind of freaked out in the corner uh, yeah, so in the movie, uh, I did a tiny role, uh, just says General on deck, something like that. Uh, when General Holder gets in the ship, but it wasn't about the role itself for me. Like, I, I didn't, even and it was your, it. it was the also like you're the uh, Turkish voice. So, like, uh, people in America, when we go to watch the movie, it's it's yeah. not gonna, you we're never gonna hear you, right? It's only if you watch no, the Turkish no. version of the movie, yes, 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 yes exactly. Uh, but you know it, this is one of my like smaller roles yeah of course I, yeah <laughs> that, that's the one we have to lead in with because it's like <laughs> it's star wars um yeah re real quick yeah so why don't you tell us kind of how maybe uh you got to that point and then some of the other interesting stuff that you've done along the way and uh yeah, yeah sure it sounds really so fun yeah my uh, my cousin owns a dubbing studio like there are many dubbing studios in istanbul like about 10 or 15 i don't know so my cousin owns one of them and i started to intern there a few years ago for mainly post-production stuff uh, i had a very young voice at the time which i still kind of do like i said and started doing voices for the documentary and movie dubs then uh, some other studios started hearing my name like uh, there's this guy called tan he's uh, he's a young voice he's a teenager and stuff and then uh and they called me over to one of the studios it, it was a voice test for i think i believe what was it called? It was a Netflix series. Uh, anyway, uh, it was like a voice test audition thing. Like three or four teenagers, teenagers were there as well. Like I did that. Didn't got it, but it was still pretty cool. And then, um, you know, voice actors, we just get called over to studios the day before. Like they text you, it's on uh, tomorrow at six. And then I, I, you just go. Like that's all you know until you get there. And... Um, so in my cousin's studio, like there are all kinds of roles and productions, but usually like it could be as tiny as a French documentary about like wine and cheese and stuff to like as big as say Avengers or Star Wars in the other studios. It just depends like everything. they In Turkey, they dub everything. Like yeah, that's what I was just like wanting to. Can, yeah, they can literally dub this stream if they wanted to. No, please do. I would love that. <laughs> that would be so cool if we're like some, if we're like not popular here in America or or like wherever our our channel is like biggest or whatever. Yeah. But like if we <laughs> like 
some secret fans over like we're the biggest the biggest podcast in turkey that would be mission uh yeah i also have a youtube channel which i sometimes do like you could call it fan dubs but they are really professional dubs just not official uh, at my cousin's studio and now i set up a small home studio and it's like basically like the stuff you you guys do uh, like the comics i do for videos in turkish like game trailers and stuff i recently did like cyberpunk trailer i did Ooh, star wars oh, episode nice. nine trailer oh cool okay that's really neat uh, so do you have any links to that stuff that we could put in the in the comments yeah, of or course. not in the comment in the description sure sure let me see like you guys don't speak turkish but uh, i like the some cyberpunk stuff let me say that but yeah man like send those send those to us in the discord uh during the show and we'll and we can put them in the in the uh description after the video is over okay great so, awesome awesome i'm sending it to general now okay thank you sir oh and and just like that man this guy's good okay so ton i wanted to ask you a quick question um and then and then uh gilbert and marshall i want you guys to interact with ton <laughs> i want you guys, i want you to play with your new friend no <laughs> Uh, so maybe if you guys, uh, I, I know you you probably have uh, some sort of questions that you would absolutely like to ask him. But uh, real quick, um, how how big is you were saying that there's a, they they voice dub everything there in Turkey? Is yes. is uh, is that a large? Is, is that like a, a a huge occupation over there, or is like how big is it? I mean, because over here, like to find voice dubbing, it, it's not a huge huge thing. You know what I mean? Well, you know, because uh, most most of the stuff we dub is like um, American British productions that are in English. Uh -huh. uh, but, uh, personally, I don't really watch dubbed movies. I prefer subtitles, or uh, like I don't even need subtitles. I speak English, but uh, you know, most people do, right? Yeah. And usually, kids they just can't read subtitles. So, uh, yeah, it is a a large, uh, yeah, it is a big occupation. It's just not still not very known in the public. Like when you get in, you see the diversity of the casts and the stuff they work on. But there are like I would say two hundred voice actors in Turkey. Like it isn't that much. Wow. But uh -huh. when I say voice actors, I mean like professional uh, dubbing actors. Mm -hmm. So it gotcha. isn't like a lot. And like Jim Carrey has a certain voice, George Clooney has a certain voice, and they never change that. Also, there's a documentary on Netflix called uh, Being George Clooney, which is about this whole dubbing thing. Uh, they interviewed George Clooney's uh, voice in every country and in every studio, and they also shot a little thing at uh, the studio I was talking about in Image. That's really neat. Yeah. But uh, when you talk about it like this, it's not very interesting. You, you just have to be in it to find it interesting, and, uh, and then you try to let other, uh, other people... Uh, view it as interesting as well like my friends aren't really interested in what i do unless i say dude i'm doing star wars and i can't until it's released like there's there's that other thing the ndas i signed what they call the big deal ironclad non-disclosure agreement in like september 2018 from disney so i can't talk about star wars episode 8 uh, until i couldn't talk about star wars episode 8 until the information was public knowledge which wasn't even until the movie came out. It was after, like a few weeks after. Yeah, once everybody saw it and it's like, yes. yeah, it trickled into everything. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, okay, real quick. Uh, Gilbert, uh, 
okay, so we're kind of we're interested in being in the industry, but we're we're doing it like the really hard way from like the very yeah, bottom from, bottom from scratch. And, yeah, and we're climbing, climbing, scratching. Um, and I think really, really good stuff, man. I, I loved the Vader voice dub coming, so I just loved it, you know. Excellent. Yeah. No. And our our channel creator Daniel, he did an amazing job. Uh, me and Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert's one of our editors. So yeah, how it works over here is uh, Gilbert's are are one of our main editors. Uh, he occasionally does uh, direct as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I directed another series. And uh, so he he edits and directs, and he helps put these things together. Um, and then I'm one of the the directors as well. And then what we do is we we cast the everybody in their roles, and then. Um, uh, type out scripts and send it to all the voice actors and they send us back the lines and we send the, the lines to the editors and they Photoshop and, and, and put it all t- and it's just amazing and uh, so it, I mean and I can't believe that we do that we can like pull this stuff together as well like for not even being in a, a like a physical building or anything you know what I mean we're doing yeah, this from everywhere it's, like, it's, it's nuts at least 20 times harder right I don't know. We just, it's somehow miraculous. What do you think, Gilbert? You know, you're the editor. <laughs> so, like... uh, all right. What was the question again? Uh... <laughs> do, you, do you feel like we have a, a pretty smooth process going on over here? Uh, is... I would say yes. Like I, I've, I've kind of gotten the editing and the, like the, all that, like the, the production aspect of it is not that hard. It's just finding time, you know, around, you know, working and uh, school and various other things that I have to do. Yeah, we don't get paid. We're fans, you know, hence the fan dubs. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I would say we got the production of it uh, pretty solid. But yeah, it's it's just needing to like, you know, because we're not, it's, it's not, it's in our, it's more of a, ho- a hobby than anything else. Like we need to just find time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So do any of you guys live in Los Angeles? No, I'm the, I'm the closest. Me. Yeah, I, I live about like uh, an hour from los angeles so there are studios in like uh, los angeles and new york where, where they do dubs for netflix like uh, anything that's not english they still do dub it so you can actually work with those studios if you wanted to interesting but it's like i said it's not very public knowledge like people don't share this it's usually just uh, you know people that know each other just direct uh, people to do that like my cousin owned the studio if i wasn't connected to this industry i wouldn't be in it Mm-hmm. Like gotcha, gotcha. I would say like it's a very large uh, family company. Like yeah. the whole industry is like a family company. You have to know people, and, and then yeah, no, absolutely. That's one of the reasons why, because in the area where I am at, it's it's been I've been very interested in this my whole life, and I've even taken like radio production classes, and and I've been in theater my whole life and stuff. So it's been something that I've absolutely been always interested in. But it's so because I'm so close, it's so saturated that I never really i i thought that maybe i'd try and peck away at it at this end you know what i mean and not go the official route and uh yeah just try and and uh like pull some really talented you know or get into a group of some really talented people and and try and show off our stuff and i i think everybody here on the comic experience has done an amazing amazing job i i can't begin to praise them enough um gilbert it must be hard man like not, not doing this as a full-time job like it must be hard man like i really yeah. appreciate what you guys do <laughs> oh we would love to shoot these out like extremely fast and like <laughs> we would love it to be our real jobs <laughs> someday, but 
Yeah, yeah. someday. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert, uh, do you have any questions for Tan, uh, Tan and, and the whole... Um, and, yeah. Well, my main question actually is that in the... Uh, I don't think I'll, I'll be able to ever see the Turkish version of, of uh, that. I don't, I don't even know if it's on... You know, I, I'm pretty sure The Last Jedi is still on uh, Netflix, but I don't know if the Turkish version is on there. If it is, which one? Uh, which one are you? Which characters have you played? Is my question. Uh, the, the Star Wars roles were very small; that they're not even titled. Like it's probably like Resistant Officer Nine, and I did like what they call Crowdwalla. Are you familiar with the term? It's just um, yeah, you just I know. Get into the studio with like 10, 15 people, and just uh, yell you're just like the in the background. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get down and all this stuff. And I, right. I think I did some stuff for Canto, but I can't. I, like, I can't barely hear myself in the movie. Like, I just, uh, like when I was wearing headphones with full volume, I just heard myself a little bit. But I okay. did do a, a large role in Detective Pikachu. Like when I say large, I did a young Tim Goodman. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and like I, I was in the cinema. Like I heard myself, and I was in credits. It, it was very cool. Very nice. Yeah. So how how did that feel to be able to see yourself like actually credited on a on a movie? Dude, it was sick. But no, everybody left the theater because it's the last frame of the movie. Uh, it, it was only me and my friends. Uh, <laughs> nobody gets to see it, man. That sucks. I know it, it's funny because this industry is like I think this is one of the most talented industries because like you have to you know like you have to to mimic all these these already pre-existing things you know what i yes, mean because yes. all these it's actors really... already come with their voices so when you hire a voice yes. actor for you know for a project or whatever that's what they come with or when you have a real life actor you 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 cast them because that's what they came with over here it's like okay we got to find a guy and then and the really amazing thing too is uh yeah not only find a guy that can do uh like a particular impression or you know but there's people on here that are so incredible they just do all kinds of crazy ass voices and i i just think it's it's really nuts uh, a, a question i really wanted to quick ask ask you is um did you would you mind uh, explaining the process of of recording your lines for uh for the the star wars movie and the only reason i'm focusing on star wars movies because that's our main squeeze over here but uh, at least the Star Wars maybe like from from A to B, how they sent you the the footage, or if they sent you a stri- script, or how that worked out. No, they didn't send me anything. They just texted me, uh, "Ton tomorrow six p.m." Okay, and I go, and the, the, it wasn't just Star Wars. I think there was like Peter Rabbit. I'm not too sure. It, there was a few mu- movies. There was like TV shows and stuff. So I get uh, to this director's studio, which is famous for uh, Avengers, and uh, he's famous for directing Avengers and uh, Star Wars dubs. Like, I'm always excited in his studio, but it's never Star Wars. It's never Star Wars. That happens, like, once every two years, right? Uh, I've only been in this uh, sector for, like, one and a half years. But, yeah, I, I also didn't know how much before the movie it was actually dubbed. So it was in September. I, I was thinking it was already done, maybe. Anyway, uh, I got in the studio. Uh, I put on my headphones. There's the text. It says, uh, like, Space Bears Great Adventure. And they're, they're, they're usually, like, uh, character uh, character name, time code, and then text, right? So this one didn't have a character name. It just had an ID, no, role, no, uh, like, seven or something like that. Like, it didn't really say the character names. Okay. But I just 
they open the screen and it says property of Lucasfilm. And it's just a black screen. Just said property of Lucasfilm, time code stamps, and the director's name on the screen. Do not duplicate, do not photograph. That's all it says. And I was like, holy shit, this is either like Star Wars or uh, like Clone Wars. I didn't know. But then I th- started thinking about it. I started thinking about it. Yes, it is Star Wars. And they it, it was very a very short role that they got from me like the resistance officer screaming but i made i did it like eight times and so i listened to it uh, normally turkish dubbing is done very quickly like very almost simultaneously okay uh, but in this studio that they work uh, they do it a little slower a little more detailed okay he said i'm going to uh, i'm going to show you the scene i was i'm waiting for the screen to open I was like, the screen didn't open. And I, I saw like this hole, like this thing on Google Hangouts, like this hole and then there's this bunny. Like it's just a mouth. Okay. And that's it. Uh, and it's not even my mouth. I think it was John Holdo speaking. And he said, you, you're the guy uh, behind Holdo. When she enters, you, you yell, uh, general on deck. So in Turkish, she was, general köprüde. Yeah, I'm supposed to say that uh, exactly at the same time. Uh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's how it's done. It's done very quickly. It was just they were explaining this to me because it's a bit of an unusual, uh, it's an unusual way of doing things without seeing the picture, without seeing the guy's mouth move, mm-hmm. like without seeing the character and stuff. It's very unusual. So they're explaining to you, you're going to do this. So if you do other that, stuff, it's not so secret uh, or no, de- it, de- it's depending. just. Yeah, yeah, it's usually just the, the episode. It says like if it's Netflix, it says property of Netflix, and the character talks. You just talk over it. If you, it's keep it synchronized. Just basically double the exact uh, way the character said that line, but in Turkish. Yeah. Oh. Exact, uh, uh, like the spacing and all that. It's exactly the same, but in Turkish. That, that yeah. like that's what they're looking for. Excellent. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, Machinima Man, are you still there? Repeat, Machinima Man, are you still there? Probably. Machinima Man reporting again. <laughs> I probably made everyone doze off with my. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're good. It's it, like I said. I, it, this is really interesting stuff, and this is kind of what we're all about at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Machinima Man, uh, do you have any questions for? Okay, so being a voice actor yourself, um, and how you know how we do things on our end. Um, why don't you explain real quick how, how things are done here real quick, uh, now that we have like a perspective of, of how Ton, uh, Ton does his, his get up and then, um, and then if you had any questions for him, um, that way people can uh, see like the, the professional versus the, the <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Wait, you yeah, guys I'll... are like so close to professional. Like I can't call you guys amateur or something. You're really good. You're just freelance voice actors working from home. That's the only difference. Excellent. Yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I, I suppose the simple way would be to put it as amateur voice acting because I very, very much do mine from home still. You know, uh, I've never traveled to a studio or anything like that, but. Yeah, I mostly just do comic dubs, machinimas, narration sometimes. Uh, but yeah, it's not as not as professional as a Star Wars film, but we get the job done. And I'll generally, um, at least I know, I, I don't know how everybody else directs, but generally I'll, I'll read the book and then I'll uh, I'll be like, all right. I'll go back through the book and and list down all the characters, and then I'll be like, okay, who in who in this little uh, 
Discord, <laughs> you know, basically uh, can match the the voice uh, close enough. So if I if I see some generally via some goofy alien for Marshall, because <laughs> I love uh, yeah, it's uh, an absurd creature that I can't do. <laughs> but always doing his own voice. Oh, Mister Man, I have a treat for you after this. Uh, I, I, I yeah, I just forgot. No, 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 I forgot to ask you. So yeah, I'll just I'll just put you on the spot. But. Uh, uh, so yeah, no, I'll generally just, I'll be like, okay, let's see if Mission and my man can do it. So I'll message, uh, Marshall, I'll be like, Mar Marshall, are you interested in lines? He'll be like, yes, I am. And then, uh, I'll send him a script and then he'll record his lines and send it over back through us. And then Gilbert will just pick that up and then, and edit. And then I, then I work my magic. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of a fault of mine. If someone says, do you want to do this? I always say yes before I've even looked at whatever it is. So... <laughs> Have I ever have I ever led Padme? Have I ever led you astray? <laughs> I mean, I get like I don't know, a script document titled I don't know, random alien number three. And Sebastian's like, Do you want to do it? Yes. Like, and then I look at the character I'm like, how on earth am I gonna do this? <laughs> but I kinda just make it up and that's that's part of the fun. I want you to know I pick you particularly for a reason. <laughs> There's a reason I see you and I see your spirit inside of each character I pick for you. That's how it works. And then you're like, these are terrible. Can you do it again? I'm like, sure. like, these are terrible. Can you put a voice effect on it? Like, you're like, this is terrible. I'll get one of our editors to put a, a voice effect on it. And then by the end of it, when I'm in the comic, you can't even tell it's me. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of do that on purpose. Just to mess with Oh. And then they get my name wrong in the credits too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. That, that, that wasn't me that all the time. Man. Too bad we don't have uh, Harrison because his perspective is probably like way different. He's like, yeah. He, here, but, we, you, I mean, do you have a do you have a Harrison impression, Marshall? He he's got to be like really hippie and like chill. Oh, he's so chill. Yeah, yeah go for it. Do your this is. <laughs> hey hey hey, it's Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Wonderful. This is ringtone. Okay, excellent. So uh and then uh Mission and Man, did you get out your questions, Aton? Uh oh yeah, I was gonna ask like, is voice acting or voice dubbing like a really viable career? For what you do because i know a lot of voice actors that do get paid for their stuff like a lot they still have uh full-time jobs or even part-time jobs like is voice acting over there something you can do comfortably full-time or well after a while yes but not not, not right now and it also mm. really depends on your voice yeah not not yeah. that you, you sound good if, if like they need you so if you're like the turkish troy baker you're fine yeah, awesome. If you're the Turkish <laughs> Troy Baker, you'll get a Lamborghini in like a few years. But, <laughs> uh, but, but it really depends. It really depends. It's very diverse. Like right now, um, I didn't really. I don't really make a lot of money from this. Like I, mm. I do make money. It's just that that's not what where my main income comes from. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. But at some point, I hope it will. If it doesn't, we'll see. But like that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it is difficult. It, it is very difficult. Yeah, absolutely. 
I think that's where we're all at. We have to, the Shiba man has to go to bed in like an hour. And uh, <laughs> because he had, he's, oh, my little boy's crawling up. He's starting his, I know. his first job. Someone's <laughs> trusting me with something. <laughs> Hopefully it's not heavy machinery. <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll tell you after. It's a Taco Bell drive through <laughs> That'd be quite impressive considering we don't have those here. <laughs> It's a long it's, commute. To the, it's to the, the first Taco Bell in the UK, and they put it right in Birmingham. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay, Tan, uh, why don't you tell us real, real quick, how the hell did you find us, by the way? I'm always curious to find out how people find us. Hmm, that's a good question. So I probably saw uh, Vader Voice Dub comic, uh, and I subscribed to you, and I'm like... I don't know uh, how I stumbled across your live stream, but like the, the term Fulcrum Report is quite familiar to me. I've probably been seeing it in my feed, but I probably just clicked it last week. Uh, oh, these guys are talking about voice dubs. Uh, maybe I can tell uh, about my, my experiences with Star Wars. And uh, you reacted very nicely. I thought that you would just say, oh, nice, cool, man. And then you would just keep on your stream. But now i'm here <laughs> excellent okay so we're doing something right <laughs> cool 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 so uh, let's try something um so you say any of your lines from anything in english and i'll try to dub it in turkish Hello. okay Merhabalar. <laughs> what's going on everybody it's the fulcrum report here on the comic experience Merhaba, herkese selamlar. Nasıl gidiyor? Şu anda fulcrum reporundayız. Let's <laughs> go. Cool. Like that, that has to be our job. Gilbert, Gilbert did, uh, you, no, Gilbert, you have to do one. Um, okay, uh, hang on a second. Let me see. Uh, you have to be all grumpy and cynical. <laughs> okay, uh, there's one of the ones from my from my first comic dub. Is um, ah, crap. No, hey, damn it, Sebastian! I hate you when you put me on the spot. No, you don't like have that. to do what. Just do Gilbert. What does Gilbert say on the Fulker Report? <laughs> Daspans, I hate you. Stop calling me old. Yeah, can you do that one more time? All right, Daspants, stop calling me old. You're you little jacket. No. <laughs> you can you can cut that last part up. Just tell Daspants stop calling me old. Daspants, bana yaşlı demeyi kes. You heard the like man, Daspants. Like, uh, like obviously you don't speak Turkish, but I have to sound like you, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Uh, and that's why uh, voice matching is very important, like casting, casting me in the right role. That's the most important bit. Here on the um, here on the comic experience, what voice would they probably cast you as out of the three of us? Out of the three of you, whichever one of you sounds the youngest, I would say. But none of you would be my actual voice. Yep. I usually do. Uh, don't want to come off uh, wrong, but black teenagers is my real like strong suit. I'd no, say. you're fine. <laughs> this just means you're good at doing that particular voice. You're good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would say black teenagers. Excellent. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. I also do a lot of kids. Like, I can do a very young voice. Cool, cool, cool. Where's Chris when you need him? Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then uh, that's a perfect segue into Spider-Man. Damn it, Chris. I wish you were here, actually. Uh, okay, so we have... Uh, 
Tan, you're going to talk a little bit with us. Uh, where you're just going to join in on the show. We, we're we're some nerds that are angry about stuff, and and we get sure, happy. Sure. We get happy about stuff. It's this is what we do. So and we just have ask my opinion and ask me questions. Will be good. I'm just not great at just you know rambling about. Oh no 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 yeah no yep. no yeah neither are we. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the, I think I'm the big nerd here, and then I <laughs> subject everybody to my my madness. But uh, Gilbert, you you read uh, Spider Man number one this week, right? Indeed, I did. Okay, cool. So why don't you uh, why don't you tell us what happened? Okay, or well, like first what off, it was about yeah. for anyone for anyone who hasn't read it. This is gonna be massive spoilers. So if you if you want to read this for yourself, you know, might want to cut out now. Spoiler warning! Spoiler warnings. Yeah. Tan, anyone give me the Turkish uh, Turkish spoiler warning. Surprise, boss on ears. All right, there we go. Okay, so now that everyone has been warned, um, we are now. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Spider-Man One. It involves. Well, it starts off with Spider-Man in this kind of weird. Oh, hang on. Well, yeah, oh, weird, oh. Like, post- <laughs> yeah, it kind of starts off Spider-Man in this weird kind of like. It doesn't really explain what universe it's in because uh, it talks about like he's with Mary Jane, right? His costume's all ripped up, and it talks about how he's not allowed to be doing this anymore. Like, there's different rules now. So I'm thinking that it's kind of like a post, like maybe Civil War kind of thing. Like, you know, the Sokovia Accords kind of like superheroes aren't allowed to be as superheroes. Do you think maybe possibly uh, real quick and I don't want to get on the tangent, but this could possibly be the like a universe possibility at, uh, if he didn't um, give up his marriage like through Mephisto. Uh, like if maybe he it, continued it, it, continued that that's, timeline. That's one possibility. That'd be cool. Uh, let's see. And. What he ends up doing is fighting these weird like time monsters in that, and that's kind of strange. I don't know what that's going to be about, but who knows? Maybe that is about the the whole uh, Mephisto thing. Either way, yeah, it begins with uh, Mary Jane, and uh, you know she's trying to help him during his old Spider-Man thing, and in doing so, she gets killed. Then we jump forward twelve years later, uh, and now it's it, we see a fifteen-year-old Ben Parker, which is Spider-Man's son, and like I'm. It's uh, kind of all, like it was cool. I just want to point out. I, yeah. I find it kind of strange that this one's going to be. It's written by J.J. Abrams' son, and it's re- it's revolving around Spider-Man's son. I'm like, okay, dude, you you can just you can relax a little bit, right? J.J. It, Abrams is Spider-Man confirmed. <laughs> Peter Parker. It is. Like, I, I wonder, I'm a like, kid of a famous guy, and I have to live up to his <laughs> expectations. You just relax, bro. <laughs> Smug mother. Okay, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, I get to write a comic because my yeah, dad's famous. No, it's just the face you just want to punch. <laughs> it kind of looks like you, Gilbert. No, I'm kidding. Uh- <laughs> uh, once again, the Falcon Report does not condone violence against anyone. But, um, as Gilbert pulls up, Marvel. as Gilbert pulls up this image, <laughs> hey, drives we don't we don't condone this. All right, it just happens. Yeah, apparently a lot of the fans are angry about this. But, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, this is a, apparently this is a uh, phenomenon they refer to as fridging, which I guess that comes from like a 1994 Green Lantern comic in which I guess it, uh, Kyle Rayner's girlfriend got put into a fridge and suffocated. I, it's a whole thing, but yeah. So yeah. So long story short, basically they're saying like, oh, if you kill the woman character as a motive, like as a mono- uh, <laughs> a motivation plot. 
then yeah, it's, it's, that it's, it's, considered, it's considered sexist or just a bad thing. Which, yeah, I could see that, but that's my thing is that because the Dude, story Uncle is Ben's ben whole Parker, yeah, it's like it's not, Uncle... it, it's not motivating him by the death of a loved of, of his of his girlfriend. It's honestly, it's it's, it's kind of the Stony Stark uh, method. It's motivating him by the death of his parents. Yeah, it's his mom, and then he has to deal with his dad that can't like handle the aftermath of this stuff. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, like I'm calling BS straight out on that. Like, I, mean, I, I yeah, don't and, think that's very fair at all. Shows, more than that, it shows that Peter Parker, like, he ends up having a hook hand. Like, I guess somewhere along the, in those 12 years, he got his hand chopped up. No, no, no. I think and, actually in one of the first frames, you can, or one of the like, first pages. Yeah, his, like, hand's, like, broken or something. Yeah, like it's or, like, all fucking, like, like, shredded. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, at any rate, like, he now has a hook hand, and he also travels a lot. Like, so I'm on assignment all the time. So Ben is living with it with Aunt May still. I'm like, so it, it kind of shows that his parents, like, his mom's dead, his dad's distant. Like it's motivating him. It's not motivating Peter. In fact, he Peter lost his motivation, and that's actually why they, that's the, what this frame shows that like uh, it shows that Ben starts developing spider powers. Like he he has a nightmare and he wakes up when he's sticking to the ceiling. Like he, he sees a bully and he goes and he punches him through a wall. Yeah, it's like, not the most original stuff, and hopefully we do get somewhere like twisty turns. But uh, it, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's son of Spider Man, basically, right? <laughs> uh yeah it's exactly it's it might they might like i think that that's that was kind of a red herring with the with that image uh let's see where they put right there with the you know having spider-man and mary jane because i feel like eventually down somewhere down the line we're probably going to get a different costume like i bet we're going to get like an original costume or something like that oh yeah yeah i think yeah i totally agree with you this was just to hide the whole fact that the, they didn't really tell us what the story was except for we have this mysterious villain uh cadaver yeah but other than that like um yeah i i totally agree with you because uh, opening this up i thought i was going to be reading a spider-man story and then all of a sudden it's really cool and dramatic too like the way the book's put together is actually like really nice because you get like a two-page like thing where it says like 15 years later or something like that something uh, yeah exactly yeah and you it's catch a, it, well, i think it, i think at that point i think at the time of her funeral she uh ben is like three and then it jumps 12 years and he's 15 now yeah, it's real interesting. Um, so I, I don't want to give J.J. Abrams too much hate on that. Um, Mashima Man, thoughts on on J.J. Abrams and his son killing... This is my, my uh, what do you call it? <laughs> this is my clickbait. No, no, no. This is my clickbait uh, thing. How do you feel about J.J. Abrams and his son killing Mary Jane? <laughs> I think the plan was shock value. And it worked because I think if it was just a standard story with Mary Jane, we probably wouldn't be talking all that much about it right now. But mm -hmm. because he's done something so big as to kill one of Spider-Man's, you know, biggest characters, Mary Jane, I think it's kicked up a fuss and it's brought more attention to the comic, which is a good thing for them. Why do you uh, think people are so upset, though? I mean, it's like... It's not, it, it wasn't that, it. she's literally in like the first pa three pages and it, it was basically to like force them into this. They wanted to tell a story, right? And then J.J. Abrams and his son did not want to tell the story of little Peter Parker and his mom and dad. This is also the first, I think, story where we have a male offspring. And also it's one of the first stories where, oh, it's a redhead. There you go, Machinima Man. Yes, he killed off the ginger. Being killed off. <laughs> no, but the son is a redhead. 
Ben. Oh, no, okay, you're. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's yeah. a ginger superhero. There you go, Marshall. You got your first ginger. There superhero. you go, Spider Boy. What? what? Spider Boy. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I type back everything. Is, is he actually called Spider Boy? Who knows uh, what they're yeah, gonna call him? I, so far, it's Spider Man, but it's probably gonna end up being Spider Boy or, or who knows. Miles Morales got called Spider Man, so who knows? Yeah. Okay, best comic book ever. <laughs> this is only gonna be like a five issue thing, right? It's not like a full on like. Yeah, I think it's only it's a it's a short it's a short. Basically, uh, like a, a mini little movie or like special like mini series. Yeah, That's it'll cool. be cool. Yeah, I mean, she she won't be permanently gone. I, I think, think I want you to get that off the screen. Is that from Fr Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man? I tried reading that book. No. Okay, was, sorry. I, I don't oh, think so. oh, here's my rant. Uh, okay, leave it up there. Here's oh, my okay, marble. Go for it. <laughs> he says reluctantly. Go nuts, Sebastian. Okay, so Marvel oh, released something well. called... <laughs> Marvel released something called Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. And it's it's literally a, a story about uh, because about Peter Parker because they couldn't they didn't have enough time to explain you know Peter Parker and his life in the other sixteen ongoing comics that they had rolling. So they're like, oh, we're not making enough time for Spider uh, Peter Parker, so we need to make an entire boring ass book. That, you know, who knows, might have actually got better by now, but uh, because I didn't hang in there. Is it very good? And ugh, I'm just I'm just really upset. And at the they're just trying to sell you another book, another 16th Spider-Man book, because they can't cram in Peter Parker's life story anywhere else. Basically, I'm, I'm angry. <laughs> that was that. I'm really looking forward for like if it ever happens Insomniac's next Spider-Man game. Oh yeah, I totally. Because yeah. I loved the first game. I just loved it. You played it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I I'm really excited too to see how they can diverge from what they did originally. You know what I mean? Like, okay, it would be easy just to throw in another New York City. And, you know, just make it a whole bunch of, you know, and, and a new area or two or whatever. But I'm, I'm really excited to see, like, how they could, I don't know. I'd be interested in them just dropping him in a whole nother location. You know what I mean? I don't, they kind of yeah, did yeah. The, the New York thing. And I don't know if I'd want to do the New York thing again. Or it'd have to, something, I don't know. The city would have to be destroyed or something for me to want to go back and, and, like, swing through New York again, I guess. So basically, like, far from home, right? Ooh, yeah cool. that would be fun yes yeah, something or or maybe around like um you know focus on some of his villains and maybe like uh i don't know if they could do like a dr doom or something so he'd have to go to latveria and and mess with that or that would be fun i think that'd be fun and you're swinging around doom nation and it's kind of like 1940s like dictator looking and i think that'd be really cool and yeah but they uh, actually like set it up you know, Harry, like... He's been traveling, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but if you remember, the like, towards the end, you see, like, this certain character in a certain tank. Yeah, and you may have found out that that certain person may not have been going certain places. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you weren't going to release a sequel, why just do that, you know? No, absolutely. Um... So, uh, real quick, what what are your thoughts on on this Spider-Man comic? J.J. Abrams, he's a famous director and producer. 
uh, finally got his hands on Spider-Man. I guess they they had been bugging him for a long time, or or they he was just too busy, and uh, he never had the time for it. Yet he was always interested. And they bug him ever so often. And eventually JJ was like, all right, I'm ready. I have something. Um, and then I guess him and I, this story is in the back of the book, actually. And I guess him and the editor Marvel and his son went and met like at a coffee shop. And they were talking about all this stuff, like right there in a coffee shop. Like they, they pitched it to him and he got the job. So um, basically what, what we just talked about, about him killing the Mary Jane and, and Gilbert, you said that it was called fridging. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's the, that's the term for it is because again it goes back to a 1994 comic from uh, the, of Green Lantern where his where his killed that way, and then and, he goes berserk and like turn, is that what turns him yeah, into that, the it, the evil Green Lantern and I guess something like that the Parala- me, parallax parallax yeah go ahead when, and look, like keep going and I'll I'll look it up cool I think that's the one where like he gets the the where he becomes parallax basically and gets like he wears all the green lantern rings on every finger and he like goes and murders everybody um but uh what what do you think about JJ Abrams fridging Mary Jane do you think that's a a bad move or do you see where he's going with it and it's not that big of a deal and people need to calm down like I I would if it was uh oh sorry i think i I meant that one for tan but (laughs) my bad my bad Uh, like i wouldn't say it's like a bad thing necessarily it's just a character choice but what's more interesting to me is that he jj abrams the director of the next star wars movie is doing his spider-man comic with his son like okay but at least like try to be like don't do anything controversial because it's already a sensitive topic right so yeah, don't kill uh, Spider Man's girl <laughs> wife, man. I okay. If I you're see doing you're... that, just don't do it in like the first, okay. uh, like you said, like the first scenes of the first book, right? Yeah, and I don't know if that was just to yeah. It's very interesting because it was to just basically like set the set the stage for like where we were at, and it was like just one of those like if it were to be a movie, it would just be like the beginning scene where Batman's parents get you know murdered basically so we got to see like the mom die um but yeah i kind of agree with you maybe if we would have showed it a little later i guess um but yeah i i don't think i can blame him too hard on doing this and i I definitely wouldn't say like yeah and i i don't see that it would like be a huge like i don't think that jj abrams and his son like sat there and was like you know what women suck and we're gonna kill spider-man's mom in the first book like I seriously doubt that, and that people are saying that's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> that is completely ridiculous. I mean, it's a creative choice; you can take it, but like she's in the cover. Yeah. Okay, so I I I, I kind of see. I got this uh, definition here. It's, apparently, this comes from the. It's uh, from a website from 1999 called Women in Refrigerators, and it's a comic book site started by I guess a, a group of feminists, and they were talking about how. It's a common trope that uh, you know the female characters get killed off, like your Gwen Stacy's, your your Mary Jane Watsons, your you know your whatever. They they get killed off, so the superhero can be like, no, and then they go have a reason to go fight the bad guy or whatever. So, oh, guess, okay. It, it, so it, like I remember that, that happened. I guess, is it's Green Lantern fifty four, and then yeah, it's it talks about how Kyle Rayner's girlfriend was stuffed into a into a uh, 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 refrigerator by, I guess, major force. That's brutal, man.
Yeah, so that's so, pretty intense. And, so I guess the, and what, colloquially, I guess on the on the website they started. Wait, hold on, hold on, real real quick, Gilbert. Um, sorry to bother you, but you said it was a Green Lantern comic. Was it uh, an Earth fridge or like a Green Lantern space fridge? Oh, for God. Yes, it was an Earth fridge. He went into his apartment for space fridge. Wait, so you're telling me a super villain went into his yeah, regular. broke into his apartment. To, to, uh, Why is Green Lantern getting his apartment broken into? Why do people know where Green Lantern live? Sorry. Okay, continue. Sorry. You know Sorry. what? You are missing the freaking point. I know. I know. But, yeah, but it's, just, like, it's, yeah, it's the same. It's a similar thing of like I guess you know when Barbara Gordon gets you know attacked by the Joker in the Killing Joke. It's the same kind of thing. That's a, she. She didn't get killed, but she got like maimed or you know the other thing. So I'm okay. not gonna, that I'm not going to mention on here because this is a kids show. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, coming to Nickelodeon this October. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, that's that's what that is. And I, I can see where people would think that's what this is. My problem is is that it's not meant to motivate Peter Parker. It's meant to motivate his son, which I'm like, I don't know. I don't I mean that's how we that's how Batman got motivated. That's how Iron Man got motivated. That's how freaking I don't know. I there's gotta be at least a, there's gotta be a couple more. Dank Lord died. just triggered me so hard. Uh, <laughs> go for it. I'm just like, you know what? Anyone who got bothered by this, I, I think you guys need to get a little tougher skin because you know what? No, Dank Lord just triggered me. Well, like we're getting this. Not making a movie out of it. You all just need to relax. <laughs> I would have definitely taken this or uh, a Spider-Man Four comic though over this uh, any day of the week, and especially they teased us with the number four first. Like they started the countdown at four. I don't know why they. No, why would they do that? That has nothing to do with. Especially four, on... three, two, no, one. no, that's no, why. that's it's a naughty. Oh, and then like was no, that's stupid. You, need, you know, you need to stop whining about. There will never be a Spider-Man four with Raimi. There will never. No, that's be fine. A but I at least want a book. <laughs> and they will never get that. There will never be another Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Accept it. Too bad Chris isn't here to back me up. I will. <laughs> Like, why Mich can't yeah, Mich Star Wars <laughs> returned after, like, 25 years, right? Yeah, Star Wars yeah, Spider-Man can return. It's, it's just there's been so many in between. I, my thing is I've, I think we've gotten, personally, from my opinion, we've gotten better Spider-Man since then. So, and Tobey Maguire is just... You're not telling me, Gilbert, that those movies don't give you the fuzzies and you wouldn't mind picking up a Spider-Man 4 comic? I would die for that just to, just just to see what could have been to like mentally mind place myself it, and see what Spider-Man Four was. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're, you're telling me you don't want that. Tobey Maguire was the best Spider-Man Gilbs. No, he was not. Tom Holland <laughs> yeah, is the best no, Spider-Man. No, what about you, Mission? What about you, Mission of a Man? Uh, would you take this or Spider-Man Four comic? Easily Spider-Man Four comic. Yeah, exactly. Easily. What are you talking about, Gilbs? Oh yeah, we have to remember. We we just have to remember, Machinima Man, what what Gilbus' favorite movie is. <laughs> Venom. Oh yeah, and his favorite game. Let's not forget. <laughs> My favorite Star Wars movie is uh, actually Return of the Jedi. So you you both can get bent. Oh, I hate Return of the Jedi for the most part. I mean, I don't hate it. It's that's me being a picky Star Wars fan because I lo I love Star Wars and and, and as but... far as the aspect and drama. That game speaks for itself. I don't need to. I don't need to, ha to defend it to you. The game is doing just fine. Thank you very much. No, yeah, you can not. see after <laughs> all the additional much. content they've added in the multiplayer community has really uh, like elbowed their way into the esports 
uh, arena. <laughs> time is gonna watch. Just you guys watch. Time is gonna tell on that one. Twenty years from now, we're, they're gonna be talking about how great that game was. You make me sick. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna get. On. It's not gonna happen, Guild. Just, just move it's on. Not gonna happen. He's just clinging so tightly to his Andromeda pre-order. Okay, so <laughs> his a collector's tin. Yeah, he still uh, plays with the remote control car that came with it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, all right. Next. What's next, our next? Next topic. <laughs> Ooh, okay, something else that's lame that Gilbert likes. Smallville. No, <laughs> apparently it's a good show. I never cracked it open because it looked lame. But uh, we have some really cool stuff. And then and the, the Smallville Superman is just a very small portion of... of yeah, this he's just the latest addition to it. Yeah, of something really, really cool going on. And I really need to catch back up. Because back in, like, 2016, like, me and all my homies would definitely talk about the show and all these shows. And we'd speculate and stuff. And it was just a really good time. So I need to... Oh, that looks so good, Gilbert. You're <laughs> Oh, okay, Machine Man. Um, real quick question for you: Have you participated in any of these shows yet? Uh, no. No. Does this get you no. interested? Are you? There we go. My bad. Oh, that Flash uh, costume looks so good. No, I'm a huge Flash. I I, I, I literally just got costume. like that looked kind of cool. Oh, have that you one. Guys, looked... seen The Boys? Oh, yes, I have. That that movie or that show is freaking great. Yeah, I just started it. No spoilers. It's awesome man it's just like i, I imagine every teenage super fan's dream you know yeah but this but yeah the, uh we can talk about that in a, in a minute but yeah sure 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 but yeah, yeah. this show i personally i think it's kind of cool like uh i mean mark hamill is, make, is making an appearance as joker freaking kevin conroy is gonna be batman tom welling is going to be uh and apparently brandon ralph too is also going to is... reprise his role as superman this is also just to show you what can happen when when you take like when you have control of all your property. You know what <laughs> I mean? Rampant fandom. And you just like and you just give everybody what they want. This sounds like one of the coolest specials to ever grace TV and it's DC once again, DC kind of pulling out with it. Cause I think Marvel does really good with the movies. But um, I want to give like huge props to like DC like comics for sure. Are I think they're definitely better, and I'm a Marvel fan at heart. But like I can't argue like DC stories are just that much better. And uh, and kind of same with the shows. I mean like there's some really good Marvel shows, and like I love Daredevil and stuff. But uh, they they never are like used to the fullest potential. Basically, like the CW can almost use anybody they any superhero they want, and it's really bitching to see that we have Superman now showing up. Like before, that wasn't even plausible, and not even the Superman, but from Smallville. Like this is like this is like fan fan fiction to like to the max, and like it's real. And I think it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, have you par participated in any of these shows, Kilbs? Uh, I used to watch Smallville back in the in the two thousands when I was a kid, but no, I haven't I haven't watched Flash. I got honestly Flash never really appealed to me. Arrow that looked cool, but I never really got into it. And as far as Supergirl went, I when I found out that was on CBS first, I was like, nope. And then it got bought up by C by the CW, and I'm like, eh, I, I, whatever. 
Okay, so I'm a huge CW fan. Uh, real quick, Tan, are you ha, have you participated in any of these CW shows? Not really. Uh, I just love Star Wars and nothing else. And nothing else. That's pretty much where I'm at. I so I'm at, I'm like Star Wars, and then I'll do Marvel DC, and then I have like my my weird other like I, right now. That's how I think as well. When I was a kid, I mean nothing except Star Wars. Right. <laughs> Like, I didn't even watch baby TV or something like that. I was just, you know, Star Wars. I saw episode three when I was, like, four. That's so cool. That was your memory. You have that memory because I was, I had, I still have that memory, too. And I was like, yeah, it it sticks with you. Gilbert, do you still remember seeing Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, I remember my older brother crying when he saw Mace Windu's hand get chopped off. (laughs) I cried when I saw Anakin's head burn and I... I remember going back and like watching a kids show, and I'm like, no, I'm, I have to face this. This is this is amazing, <laughs> and I closed my eyes when he's burning, and, and I continued watching it. That's yeah. funny because I was like 10 years old, and I was like violence craving. So like seeing that was just like not. And I think my dad desensitized me to way too many movies growing up. But like seeing that for the first time, like really didn't bother me. I thought it was kind of like cool and Frankenstein-ish, and. Uh, and now looking back, I like watch that as like a cognitive adult, and I'm like, this is pretty intense. Like, even yeah, though it, 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 it like, doesn't bother, it doesn't bother me at all. But yeah, just like what they decided to do, show a person like burning to life. Like, you don't, I don't really, you you don't really see that in any movie. So like in a kids movie, that was, <laughs> it's interesting to hear the child's perspective. <laughs> Yeah, uh, imagine like a child seeing the boys right now, just a superhero, and he drops his pants. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Take me!" <laughs> no, no, that's horrible. I'm gonna. Okay, so Gilbert, uh, so you you said you're gonna probably jump back I'm, in. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to now. Okay, like, cool. I'll I'll send you the link because there's like a watching order because unfortunately unfortunately like we get to see what happens when you know how we always bitch about like how the marvel shows like barely ever connect with the movies and stuff mm-hmm. okay Do so all like of these connect yeah so like for example it's not super super integral but like i would not recommend just binging the flash and then binging the arrow and then binging him out of a time yeah, there's like, a, yeah, I there's gotta watch order. like season one of flash and then season one of the arrow and then i gotta watch kind of like, no Batman well or supergirl and then Batman. yeah yeah in a particular yeah. order yeah because like it literally and like i said we get to finally see what happens when everything's like extremely intertwined because the flash goes and does his like flashpoint deal um and and then it like changes stuff in the other show so like if you are a poor person that's just interested in narrow all of a sudden diggles like kids gender changes <laughs> it's like oh yeah it just like goes it's like an alternate oh, history yeah. right or and then like of course they go and put everything back and then like things just aren't right 100 percent. and that's just one of them like i think at first he has like a daughter and then now he has a son and i think that's so like anyway so i'm not going to spoil too much because that's not a giant spoiler but um like yeah <laughs> so you you definitely have to like if you want to get into it and especially like if you want to get the full vibe of the elseworlds thing like you got to do the mcu deal for sure Mm-hmm. Like I gotta watch all of them in in this particular order. Yeah, Machine Man. Very is... good. All right. I'll. What were you gonna say? Me? Uh, I, was, I was saying I'll get around to that when I, uh, eventually. Yeah. No. Absolutely. 
Cool, cool. Uh, Mr. Maman, does this look like something you'd ever get interested in, or is it like way too campy for you? Uh, I think at this point I'm too far behind. I'd need a good six months to watch all these shows. Yeah, but eventually everything will get cancelled, so you'll just, you'll have all these, uh, yeah. look, there's Superman! So... It's like straight up Superman, and not a, and, and his lip looks fine. <laughs> And it's other Superman, too. The really cool thing is uh, Superman from Superman Returns is the Adam in this show. And then he's going to... apparently gonna... he's also going to play Superman, Superman again. From because... the... yeah. <laughs> but not Superman from the 2006 movie. It's going to be Superman from the... I think from the... Uh, which Superman story? The one where he's, like, older. Uh, what I don't know that particular... I'm not sure. But the point yeah. is, yeah, there's going to be a bunch of different stuff like that. Oh, so cool. Everything you've ever dreamed of. Uh, real quick before I like change the subject, are you guys like a fan of the of the uh, Infinite Crisis story? And I know Tan, you're pretty much out on this particular one, right? <laughs> no idea what you're talking. Yeah, about. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but Michelle and Amanda Gilbert, uh, are you guys familiar with the Infinite Crisis story? And this yeah, is yeah, yes, I'm, yeah. I'm familiar with it, and I to- I totally want to see Superman fighting Superman, Flash beating up the Flash, or you know, I'm, honestly, I want to see Batman beating up Superman, beating up the Joker, fighting with Flash. Like, I want to see all of that. It just seems like an awesome story. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it appeals to, like, the little kid in all of us at the end of the day. Because, like, let's not lie to ourselves. Our favorite episode of Power Rangers, we're all, always the ones when they, like, team up with the other Power Rangers. Dude, you know? yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I just sent uh, the group uh, some videos of me recording for Power Rangers Beast Morphers the new show. Oh, cool. I uh, love Power I'm, Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I'm Nate. Oh, uh, I do the voice of Nate, who also becomes the Golden Ranger. Oh, spoilers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, shit. Is it really? No, no, no. You're kidding. I'm literally okay. watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers right now. So, like, to- Tommy just turned into the Green Ranger. So, if that's a spoiler to anybody, then then you need to take a time travel machine and just go <laughs> go relive the 90s. <laughs> I mean, I can't say, like... Uh, yeah, mean, right. It is the Golden Ranger, but when I say that, like, I did, I do Nate. Who the hell is Nate doing? Golden Ranger. Holy shit! Right? No, I... I <laughs> favorite Power Ranger of all time was the Titanium Power Ranger from uh, Lightspeed Rescue. Those, like... <laughs> I'm like, a huge Power Ranger fan. Dream, or are we not allowed to do that? I don't want to get in trouble. If we get authorized and we're all good, then I'll do it next week for sure. Or or, or whenever you show up next for sure. Sure. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. <coughs> Mission of a Man, are you going to... Elseworlds, is that a story you dig? Or is that... Or at least, like, possibly, would you, would you at least, like, pop on the special and see what all this is about? Do you think this is, like... Because I'm not a Game of yeah, Thrones fan. Uh, I was not a Game of Thrones fan, so I feel like this is like finally something for the nerds. You know what I mean? For the ultra nerds, not the basic bitches. Yeah, <laughs> Gilbert. I'll, 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 I'll give it a shot. Yeah, why not? Cool. Right on, right on. Okay, let's get into some real niche stuff. <laughs> Next topic, Gilbert. You guys still there? Yeah. Are you still there, Gilbert? <laughs> you, guys, you guys are. You guys were going. You guys were going robot. I was. I was just listening to hear to you guys both going. Eh, 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 eh. I think it's no, on your end, Gilbert. Not good. I Co- don't think it was. No, I got. I wasn't saying full, a damn word. Full, exactly, because you didn't hear us. <laughs> Mushy, my man, you can hear me, yeah. 
You know, I heard you. I heard uh-huh. exactly. Okay, I, I heard both of you guys. Guilt, burn. Like that's happening to me right now. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, like, so next topic: uh, Death Stranding. So I saw the trailer. Okay. So uh, this is something you're interested in. You're are you a gamer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Dude, I'm interested in a lot of stuff. If I'm not, I just won't talk about it. Okay. Right. Okay. Cool. Go for it. No, I'm interested in big games, right? Yeah. So anything that's going to take me away from like sitting on my desk, I'm I'm all for it. So that that stranding looks awesome, but you know, I it just looks so ominous. You know, you don't really know what it is, and like Kojima always says, "This is not what you think it is." Like they're probably showing us the first hour uh, of the game and nothing else, right? I totally agree with you too because um, I think they're kind of like I think they showed us and we got a whole hour of that like you know yes we're a package courier and and they showed us a bit of the mechanics, but I think that's is like very very like not even that like scratching the surface. Look at all this other crazy stuff going on. Does this look like a boring ass game to you? No, this is a blockbuster right here. And yeah, I I think that like. Just wait, people. Just wait. Just, just play. Just play it. Like, <laughs> I think there's some cool stuff. <laughs> right? It's not that there's not cool stuff. It's that there, it's confusing stuff. Like, look at all of this craziness. Like, what? what is that? What it's is so this? refreshing, though. In a, in a Why do world... I care? What the hell is that thing? No, but Gilbert, I, I don't know. Uh, for me, at least, like, I... I as much as I love my, my Power Rangers and my Star Wars and Marvel and stuff, it, it does get, like... I have to be honest, at the end of the day, they're so cookie cutter and they do get old after a while. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen the exact same movie how many times, basically? So, like, it is it is really kind of cool to see, like, this weird-ass idea. I've never seen a baby use as it's, uh, some sort of communication slots teleporting device. Like, yeah, and, and, like and everything just right looks there. so innovative. Right. Like, so unique. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> to, to be honest, when you first see it, I mean, it's so weird. It's a baby in a bottle. Like, if it's cool, but it, it's cool. Yeah, it looks cool, but I know we're not seeing everything, right? Yeah. Do you think that the um that the the did you see the Japanese footage? The like the hour gameplay footage of that? Uh, I've seen parts. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, do you think that they were showing us a bit of like, like I said, I I do think that the main story and idea of the game is surrounded around like delivering these packages and all kinds of different things like that. But it's so much more. It's so much more. Deliver packages. How how the hell are you going to sell the game? Yeah. So I want to buy this game. What's it about? Oh, you know, you just go around delivering packages. No, it's it's so much more. It's I mean, about delivering packages in a world that has a story to tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Apparently, yeah. you get to shoot ghost Nazis or whatever the hell these are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. It's about like connecting America. Um, it, it's trippy. It, you you take baths and you collect your blood, and then you mix that blood with another material and turn it into a grenade. And by throwing your blood grenades at bad guys, it just freezes them. And yeah, apparently, it's... when you die, you you go to this weird beach thing, and you have to then you have to find your way back to your body or something. It's it's really I guess what, yeah, it's something about like I don't I don't know. Like that's this is just like weird stuff that I've heard is that when you die, you have to go to this place, and then you kind of have to like find your way out of it and get back to your body, and then and then from there you have to pick up all the stuff you dropped. It's, that's like, trippy, man. Like, yeah. it's like Minecraft, but with both uh, weird 
shadow demons. Yeah, I'm kind of really excited for it. Um, also, like, there's that here, Machinima Man. What are your thoughts on it, real quick? I, I, I definitely have to hear what you're saying. Is this something you're gonna? I don't have it pre-ordered. I'm an idiot. I have so many other uh, games I need to work on. What are, What are you doing with this one? See, Kojima games have always been a bit strange, you know, Metal Gear especially, but this kind of feels like Kojima smelling his own farts a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Look at all this weird stuff you can do, but no one knows what the the hell the point of the game is yet. (laughs) There is no point. (laughs) You're a a courier, and like, yeah, there's all these quirky, funny mechanics Oh, happening. Why don't but... you capitalize a bit on the um, the social urinating mechanic? <laughs> so you could just pee in public. <laughs> no, that's how you get arrested. Uh, <laughs> no, there's like, do, okay. So I don't know if you're aware of this. Real quick, get it. I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. But like, okay, so you, it's a single player game. You're playing Norman Reedus. Yet, at the same time as everybody is playing this game, um, there's, like, servers, apparently. So, like, as everybody's doing their own, like, Norman Reedus thing, you're going to, like, drop a ladder or whatever. And if you decide to leave that ladder, me coming along... Yeah, someone can come along and take it. Yeah, or you can leave it for somebody to get across. (laughs) You can... Yeah, you can leave food for people. You can... uh, That's what I say, social urinating mechanics. So you can piss in one area on a particular thing and then another player can come by and piss on that same thing and a mushroom will grow over time and oh my god dude like like whatever it is this game is big i mean just imagine it's gonna be so cool (laughs) and this where you can piss and grow a mushroom okay i'm so excited i'm literally gonna just sit in my living room uh right in front of my tv turn down all the lights just put on the headphones and just forget about the rest of the world and like just go earnestly live in this in this weird thing it looks cool one thing that that was pretty cool is that apparently there's like a a weird like hover cart that you can carry around you can carry stuff around with you but i guess one of the things you can do with it is you can jump on it and ride it like a skateboard i saw that that was so cool Like, I want a Marty McFly my way around just a, a big barren wasteland. How awesome would that be? No. He's so... No? Like, okay. you just oh. said it yourself. It, it's a big barren wasteland. Like, yeah, and there's cool. another, gonna... There's stuff to do. You'll, you'll be able to fight people. You'll there's going like, to... ghost things. Yeah, yeah. Around. They just showed us, like, the baby bits. But me... Do you think it's... Okay, so, like, this is a product of, of Kojima being too secretive by possibly not showing what the hell this game is about because uh, uh obviously there's like multiple characters and there's i mean there's stuff there's a story that that's to like find out on on launch day basically and do you maybe think that it's not the best idea well, to he's he's doing what what he's always done and he's trying to build intrigue and he's giving like you know when he when he shows that one trailer of all of them talking about like oh we need to reunite america and this and you know, like, and they they mention they make reference to a bunch of stuff that we're sitting there just like, wait, what's that? What does this mean? What does that yeah, mean? Like, but- and that's the point. And that he's trying to get us to to like draw interest and talk about it and speculate. And the more we do that, when it actually comes out, then we'll be like, oh, that's what that was. Like, that's that is exactly what he wants. Okay, but the gameplay shows nothing about rebuilding America. That's, Didn't you know, see about the connectivity machine of a man by you features. by you by you um going and laying in a hot spring that i left a sign for you for we're gonna connect them we're gonna make america great again okay 
all these all these like mechanics are quirky, but what do you do in the game? I don't know. What, what, yeah, what, what's you're, the purpose? What? What's the but let your imagination roll. roll. Exactly. Well, that's, okay. That's well, obviously, exactly... that's yeah. Go for it. Take yeah, it away, Tan. Yeah, yeah, it's about Kojima secrecy, right? Yeah. But I. So it's about the game is about you not exactly knowing knowing what it's about until we play it. Okay. Exactly. Controversial opinion. I don't think sure. Kojima is as good as Kojima thinks he is. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree I think, with you. I think he gets a pass on a lot of stuff, like with Quiet in Metal Gear Solid Five. Like, oh wait, hold on, no, 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 yeah, no, shut up, uh, Mission of Man. That was the greatest thing he's ever created. Yeah, like a bikini top with torn leggings and the reason is she can breathe she breathes through her skin i know it's really horrible and, and then you can unlock an you can unlock an outfit where she's in full military gear what can't Don't she breathe through you know what you know what marshall <laughs> people, bitch, people bitch about the fact that she's in a bikini and then when he gives them a costume that she's not in a bikini anymore but wait that doesn't make sense okay. no because his and, reasoning and with, for her being sense, no 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 you want to have naked girl like for... you have two options you can have it make sense or you can have a half naked girl you can't have yeah. both but but then in death stranding if you stare at norman reedus too long he'll punch the camera I mean, he's Norman Reedus. You don't stare at Norman Reedus. I also want to talk about, did you guys see, like, um, I guess you have to, like, keep your sanity levels up. So, like, at some points in the game, uh, you have to, like, look in the mirror and go, like, and, like, make noises and stuff. Or, like, I saw, like, when he was in a hot, did you, because it's cool and unique and weird. It's because it's, you've never done drugs before, have you, Machinima Man? (laughs) Are you like? Are you and one of them? Neither have any of us. Yeah, neither have any of us. But are you one of them like straight edge people? Do you not? Do you not get it? <laughs> this is you just gotta no, like. I want. You're gonna go sit in a hot tub with your floaty baby, and then you're gonna like sing to it, and you're to keep your baby calm. Yeah, but I've, I've never been a fan of games that you just it, it, you just do things for like for no reason. No, there's a reason. Like... <laughs> You just have to play the game to find out the reasons, or uh, Marshall, and watch a really long convoluted no. cutscene. No, <laughs> that's like Star Wars. I don't know. Imagine I think I this is the first Star time Wars me and Gilbert are like hardcore agreeing on something. I'm like, I'm so stoked for this game. Okay, imagine if they released Star Wars Episode Ten, and the trailer is just a black screen, and it's like, <laughs> uh, to find out what happens, you have to pay. I would kind of be down for <laughs> that. What a trailer I, is. No, no, about? I would almost welcome that to to finally feel the. Ex- Sometimes I feel like in the culture we live in, by the time the movie comes out, I've seen so much of it. And that's why I really appreciated Endgame. They held their cards pretty yeah. close to the, the chest. I, I agree with Daspens. It sounds too weird to the point that it might be stupid. That, you know what? Player. You know what? You know what? I think you just created my Tinder profile. Because <laughs> 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 that sounds just like me. I'm... <laughs> too weird to the point where i'm almost what is it i'm using it sounds too weird to the point where it might be stupid yeah no i think it'll be interesting for sure um tan where what's your final thoughts on it where where are you at with this guy is it too too weird for its own good or do you think it's just like it's 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 a piece of art i think it's well it probably will be a piece of art but at least it's something interesting, right? Yeah. Like at least you can just play it, you know, play it and learn, learn, right? 
but An I'm experience. really excited for it. Yeah. I'm going to get it. Yeah, me too. I don't know. We'll see. It, it looks sick. Like there's so much, like there's so much depth to it, as people say, right? Yeah. Is there? Is there ten? <laughs> I mean, you can piss. <laughs> but I, I could do that in real life. I now you can do it. You can't do well, it in real life. I always say, uh, Rockstar Games. I think Rockstar Games is like just a few games away from indistinguishable reality, if you ask me. Because if imagine just uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, and literally six games ago GTA One, where it's just basically a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like imagine six games after Red Dead Redemption Two. C- controversial opinion number two: Red Dead Redemption Two was boring. You suck. You, I, I, you know what? I, I kind of agree with Marshall. And oh, yeah, it's awesome. Like, did you finish it? Yes, I did. That game was no because it was too boring. I'm going to hit you. I will fly out to the UK. I will hit you. I know. I know. I left arm. Press circle. (laughs) No one said you had to bathe, Marshall. (laughs) It's it's just pointless. It's pointless mechanics. This is what Death Stranding is. It, it, the, the whole thing's pointless. It's immersive. You call yeah. it pointless, I call it immersive. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I want to... Oh, and there's like your exoskeleton. It's, it's like it's it's strategy too. It seems like there's a lot of strategy. Everything, every, every mechanic seems so finite that you have to like string together a... a, a you know what I'm saying? A, a, a multitude of mechanics to be able to get yourself out of situations. You know, you have an exosuit, but it only has so much. And we got to, you know, I don't know. It sounds fun. And Tan, I'm super stoked to be able to to leave a water bottle or or a monster energy drink somewhere, and and you come along and and pick it up one day, like just to know that that's a thing. Yeah, I mean that's so cool. Yeah. I think that's cool. I, I wish it was a bit more multiplayer esque, where it was different, like people, where maybe I didn't want to be Norman Reedus because I like this idea, and in the back of my head, I, it kind of breaks the immersion knowing that everybody else is being Norman Reedus. But I think that's just a stupid me thing. Well, whoever he is, he has to be a good character. He has to be likable. And he has to be you, right? Yeah. Like, you have to become that character. Absolutely. Okay. I think we're gonna. I, I think we're gonna end it. I, I I'm stoked for it. Machinima made. Uh, I really like your take on it because it's funny as hell. <laughs> but like, yeah, no. I mean, I agree with you. I do agree with you. I'm. I'm like. I. I'm just weird and artsy. It's just too. It's too weird for me to not go run out and play it. <laughs> I don't have it pre-ordered though. I'm not. I can't run in. I have some other games. I'm trying to work on like the Watch Dogs series because Watch Dogs 3 kind of looks extremely exciting to me. So, but uh, let's get on to the quiz question, boys. Just, you, you remember what it is? I don't. <laughs> yeah, it was about. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, yeah, no. It's, yeah, so we have Kojima's game, Death Stranding. Yeah. Uh, like I said, once uh, when, if you want to be uh, like a dumb YouTuber, you can be like, oh, it's a walking package delivery simulator uh go ahead and say that but yeah that's the main the main idea that's the main occupation it's some sort of packery deliver yeah carrier so i wanted y'all to give me kojima's next game based around a unique occupation and how you know the whole you know just go for it kojima it up so i'm gonna start with the guilds first <laughs> okay so i guess mine's gonna be uh I th- I get I I don't have a snappy name for it, but basically what it's going to be is it's going to be a uh, janitor simulator. 
And so you have to basically go around. It's basically going to be PT. You're going to be walking around in a, in a scary, like, haunted house. And you're just constantly have to be uh, cleaning up, like, blood and guts and, like, cockroaches running around. You know, all the stuff you see in PT running around. You basically, you're, it's your job to clean that up. <laughs> and this is Kojima's next game. So this is basically almost like a return back to the... Uh to the what was that game that he was going to do that like made playstation 4s like extremely valuable now the uh what was that game it was a silent hill pt yeah that's there you it. yep yep that's what you're talking about yep uh, okay cool so it's this a shady yeah, so it's basically going to be that except the difference is you're walking around with a broom and you're, you're needing to pick everything up and and like there'll still be jump scares there'll still be all that stuff but yeah, it's just like your main goal of the of the game is to is to clean everything up and the more you clean up the the more jump scares there'll be I also like the idea of like Kojima making like adding the additional non-needed mechanics like uh, swearing yeah. to your swe- swearing you have, to yourself. You have different kinds of cleaners. You have glass cleaner. You have uh, the bleach. bleach cleaner. Don't mix the bleach and the glass cleaner. You'll poison yourself. Exactly. <laughs> you do that, then you die, and then <laughs> the whole thing, guys. Okay, so real quick for bonus point skills, um, I need you. Okay, so monster apparently is like the energy drink choice of of Death Stranding. So pick a pick a product placement, and then also pick the the main actor who who's starring this game, who's cleaning up this PT placement. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, uh, damn, that's that's actually a good question. I don't I didn't have a I didn't have one for that. I guess let's bring back. You know, I'm gonna have Carl. I'm gonna have the kid, the kid for, who played Carl in The Walking Dead. Uh, what's his What's his name? Crap. So you're gonna The Walking Dead rap? Yeah, I mean, if if Kojima can do it, then why can't I? No, go for it. And then yeah, your product placement of choice. My product placement of choice. The strawberry. I'm gonna bleach. go with. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Sony. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with a Sony Walkman. <laughs> Okay, so oh, so like he'll be listening to his Walkman as he's. I'm gonna go with Sony Discman. That's the one with the, that's the that's the one that came after the Walkman. <laughs> so if like a monster is chasing you and you run too fast, the music skips. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the CD gets all scratched up. Chandler Riggs. Or, yeah, Chandler Riggs. There we go. That's it. So yeah, it'd be Chandler Riggs and be, and his and his uh, product placement would be a Discman. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Okay, uh, I'm gonna shoot it over. That sounds kind of interesting, actually. Once we add those additional features. Um, I also, yeah, want a button that where you like curse to yourself when stuff like the thing you just picked up gets knocked over for like the 15th time. It's like, yeah, damn, fucking, we should put this up. And then it like increases your, your morale. Like it helps you get through these terrible events as a coping mechanism. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right, Mission of a Man, take it away with your, uh, Kojima, your next Kojima game based on the rules. Okay, so Kojima Productions have bought Team 17, the team behind Overcooked. Are you serious? Or is this like... No, this is in my fantasy. Okay, thank you. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, I just shit myself. (laughs) Like, when you said that, I was like, that's too much. (laughs) Okay, go for it. And uh, so they're making Overcooked 3, but in Kojima style <laughs> and what? yeah they're getting um, uh, what's his name from The Walking Dead Carl they're getting Carl in for The Walking Dead Chandler Riggs again <laughs> <laughs> way to steal that, my idea Marshall was that oh <laughs> yeah that was, that was my idea 
<laughs> Sorry, Gibbs. I wasn't paying Gibbs. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like he was so good in Gibbs's game, they got him back for my game. <laughs> and it's just a really depressing cooking game that in like super realistic Kojima style. Like you have to go to the fr- no, first you have to go to the store. <laughs> doesn't doesn't have a car, so you have to walk. Then you pick you pick up the bread and the cheese and the butter and the ingredients you want. You get oh, to the does the bread? Did, can the bread get moldy? Absolutely. Can the I'm eggs accidentally there. like? Can you buy a carton of eggs and then like when you're purchasing the carton of eggs, you have to remember to check the eggs and make sure that they're not all cracked. Like that's a feature. Yes. You get to the counter. Uh, you realize you've left your cart. Your credit card at home you have to walk back you have to come back buy the ingredients your card gets declined and so it turns out if you want to make a sandwich you have to buy the dlc shut up and take um, my money <laughs> and i don't know if the supermarkets where you guys are they charge for the plastic bags oh yeah 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 they do yeah so um yeah channel rigs doesn't have any change spare for any plastic so bags. he's just holding these ingredients in his arms yeah, and, like, and on you your know, way back to the restaurant, does like a car drive in a puddle and like splash you with water? Yeah, and if if your clothes get wet, you have to take them off by pressing square. Circle <laughs> is to wring the water out of your clothes. Uh, triangle is to put your shirt back on. Uh, and then you have to keep tapping L two and R two to take steps home. <laughs> and if you miss a step, you fall and die, and then you can never play the game again because once the character's dead in the game, he's dead permanently. So your copy of the game is completely worthless, and you have to buy another one. Oh, dude, I will, I will buy this game tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just um, have you ever played Manual Samuel? By the way, or seen that one? <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I have to love and leave everybody. Oh wait, uh, real quick, product placement. Product, uh, I don't have any plugs this week. No, uh, product placement for the for the game. Oh, what, for the ga- what's, oh. Your, what's your random thing you'd be putting in the game? Yeah, because oh, because oh monster is the product placement for uh. So in. Uh, what's a really terrible company in America? Comcast. I heard you guys <laughs> don't like Comcast. <laughs> yes. So the the phone the Wi-Fi that Chandler Riggs has is Comcast, and he can never connect to the phone, and you have to connect your real life Wi-Fi password and everything in the game. <laughs> so you don't have to use Nice. If you're not right. cast, you can't play the game. Excellent, Mishima Man. Thank you so much for being on this week. Uh, everybody go follow Insu- uh, Mishima Man on Instagram and Twitter at Marshall yes. VA, yeah? Yes, at Marshall VA. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. Cool. Thank you so much. Cool. No worries. I'll see you guys next week. Cool. Have a nice day of work, cool. boy. I will. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. All right. And in tan, give me your Kojima game based around. Uh... Sure. So, you are a doctor, and you're competing with other uh, doctors. It's basically a multiplayer game based on skill. You're in a hospital, uh, and you do these very intricate operations on sick, pa- sick patients, and you just have to figure out what to do. Ooh, like, that well, sounds kind of really awesome, what, actually. <laughs> you're, you're told what's wrong with the patient, and you just have to figure out what to do. <laughs> like you don't have any doctor training. 
yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just placed in the into the body of this doctor, and you just you just have to figure out what you have to do. Give him the right medicine, operation, <laughs> surgery, whatever. And you have to tell everybody the proper instructions. A lot of people are gonna die. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are gonna die, and you, you're gonna get, you, you're gonna get fired. <laughs> and then, uh, and yeah. So imagine, like, if a real doctor played this, he will be very successful, and he will he will like rank number one. This and sounds amazing, he, though. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, but I, I'm thinking about how intricate could the operation be with like a PS4 controller. I I was thinking something more physical, maybe with like a new console. Well, yeah, and I'm definitely thinking, like, like really you physical. have to do the motion controls as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I'm hoping that the motion controls are a little shoddy, too. Yeah, that way so there's, I'd like, I could botch a brain surgery. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, a actual brain surgery. and Like, the game should be very medically detailed and accurate, like, as accurate as it can be. So yeah. if you, like, cut the wrong vein, the patient actually dies. Oh, God. Well, I think I just imagine this being like the most entertaining streaming like game of all time because you could be yeah, like, like just you could be like, all right, I'm gonna do brain surgery, take the head off, and just take rip the brain out, and <laughs> like okay, <laughs> start shaking it around. And you could just go like fuck it and stab the patient if you want to. Yeah, yeah, or, whatever. Like kill the nurse or something. Well, I'm also assuming that like at some point, like the the patients would come in with random issues. So like I would definitely you would need to somewhere you would might need to amputate something, yeah, and sure, all these sure. tools would constantly be there in particular areas. So, like, if you needed to just, you know, heal somebody of, like, an infection, you could go bust out this amputation, you know. <laughs> like... And if the patient just doesn't react at all? That would kind of make it perfect. They, or should, should it be, like, accurate if you take out a knife and just... I feel them? like they should should react, but, like, without too much emotion. Like, yeah, they, uh, like they're on too much, uh, like anesthesia if you give them too much anesthesia then they just question you like this isn't how i heard my mother-in-law got her surgery done <laughs> i only came here for a cold why are you pulling out my teeth <laughs> <laughs> uh Tan uh i'm a little worried about you but <laughs> what? no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no, this sounds like an amazing game. I think I'm a little worried about myself, too. We all discovered something a little bit. Of, I want to play kind of all these games. Uh, real quick, uh, main actor of the game and uh, product placement. Sure, so main actor, let me see. Like, because I definitely want to see this main actor react, too. Like, for so, for example, if maybe you certain modes... You can have the actor reacting to all the botched jobs. So maybe if he's like extremely focused his face, but like if you screw something up, just the terror on his face. And you know, maybe if he's trying yeah, to yeah, do yeah. something quick, it, it just the panic. <laughs> like uh, you're basically taking control of this guy, and he's like, "No, what am I doing? I shouldn't be doing this." Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're li literally uh, controlling him, but he is the actual. He is actually a proper doctor. You're just controlling him. Uh, which Let actor, though? See. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Um... Wow. Okay. So let's do uh, Ken John. Ken John. <laughs> Ken John. Yes. 
<laughs> and the product placement of choice. Mm. That would be really good, but uh, man, I want this game. Let me see. Okay, just basically, uh, Siemens uh, computers for for like the equipment, like an actual big, but like well-known company that also makes like medical machines, operating stuff. All right. <laughs> oh like, no, no, no. Let, let, let's do Santoku Japanese knives. Okay. <laughs> Santoku. That would be really funny, actually. <laughs> I would also yeah. imagine like you could there would well uh, there would be like a premium currency, and then this is where you could go buy like other product placement. Like if you want to go buy a bullet blender, you could go try and use that out for an operation. Like I want, I want to have like <laughs> the freaking butcher's uh, knives. That's terrible. Like everything in game, you know, you you like like you could just. Take it's a like can a... of soda and just, you know, yeah, put it in a bowl and just, I don't know. Oh, I, oh you're giving me such... easily, this brain slices on this knife. <laughs> well, no, you're giving me good ideas because I imagine like, okay, I have Campbell's soup and yeah, I just took out like I took the bullet out of the victim and I could sew the victim up and it could like be mission complete or I could take this Campbell's soup and get creative with it and sew it back into the patient. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, or, or re replace the patient's blood with the soup. Or, or yeah, straight up give a blood transfusion with Campbell's soup. Uh, this this game's so... Oh, okay, I, I... Sebastian, who wins? Okay, so, yeah, let's do a quick review. We have Gilbert and your... Uh, my and, janitor... Uh, my, yeah, my janitor horror game. I, I really like the comment with the strawberry bleach. Who said that? Yeah. Captain Rex of the 501st. Um, yeah. And then... Marshall's. And Marshall was like the the uh, overcooked simulator, but like real yeah. life and super depressing. Yeah, kind of like, kinda like every, real life. Do everything is like a quick time event. <laughs> and then we have Tan and his uh, his his like surgeon simulator. Oh, yeah, his surgeon simulator, <sighs> which sounds like the best game in the world. So I'm gonna give the win to Tan actually this week. But since mm -hmm. we keep a record, uh, so Tan, we actually have like every 10 episodes, we have like a straight up, just a full on podcast where we goof around like this and we keep record of all this. So for the, for the, the record, uh, I shall give it to, um, I'm going to give it to Gilbert actually, cause I thought, I mean, not Gilbert, sorry, Marshall. Oh. Um, <laughs> sorry to do that too. Cause I, I thought he was gonna keep it strictly in the kitchen, but we left the kitchen and that's when yeah, that's when the Kojima kicked in. <laughs> so Machinima yeah, gets the point. Because he went overboard with his with his realism. So <laughs> what if the restaurant, uh the the mall and the hospital uh, is in the same game? What if they're not in the same game but like the same universe? Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> that way, like, like you and can then actually meet some... Ken Jong like, drinking in a bar, saying, "Oh no, what have I done?" After like he sliced up a patient. Yes. <laughs> and then, like you know, as you add more and more to this universe, I almost want to create just a web series based on us creating Kojima games because it sounds amazing. But <laughs> and, 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 but like just six games down the line, them all like turning into American Horror Story kind of like intertwined <laughs> like Marvel Universe type deal. Uh, the crossover potential. <laughs> I, I don't think even Kojima would attempt to do this though. Like, I, I think this is too... I, I think this is I think this is a job for me. I think I found my calling in life. I think I'm Amer American you know, Kojima. I, I, I did the pitch. I did the pitch. There you go. The 
There you go. Uh, yeah, I just I shell I shell out the money. <laughs> like the easiest part would be sound at this point, right? Right. <laughs> We're all we have that. <laughs> I just want to make a YouTube channel that does like pure voice acting for potential video games that could come out, but like never see the release of day. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, uh, I think let's put a bullet between this thing's eyes. Uh, Gilbert, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, any final plugs or? Uh, absolutely. I'm always glad to be on the show. And uh, yeah, you guys could be looking out for issue eight of the main series. It's going to be coming out next Saturday. So yeah, be looking out for that. And then the week after that is going to be the special issue of uh, Age of Republic. And that's going to be in three separate videos. Excellent. Yeah. No, I'm super psyched for that one. Sorry, I was reading I was reading Captain Rex's comments. He's he's crazy. <laughs> Gilbert, thank you so much for being on the show. It was, it was awesome having you and uh and I can't wait to see your your uh your amazing project, sir. And uh yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Mishima man, uh we we already said goodbye to him. He's already gone. <laughs> Rip. And then uh Tan. Welcome to the show. It was amazing having you. Uh, thank you so much for opening our eyes and enlightening us on the whole like other side of things. Uh, like it's we can't possibly know everything, so it's really bitching that you you walked us through the steps of of how it how a Turkish voice dub works. Let's just flat out say it. How, how to you know what I mean? <laughs> like straight up. Sure, that's, sure, sure. That's what thank it is. Thank you so, so much for having me. Yeah, uh, I had a blast. Thank you so much um and then we can follow you where you can follow me on yeah plugs Instagram. go for it it's on the screen i better not read it tay sahin kanat okay excellent uh, both on instagram and twitter you can also subscribe to my youtube channel and just here time production in the chat excellent excellent and then where uh what's your next following project where can we expect to see your turkish voice work next you can see my Turkish voice in uh, Daybreak Netflix. I'm the lead role, Wesley. Uh, That's pretty big, man. Yeah, right? it is. I yeah. didn't get to talk about it very much, but I'm working on it right now. I have about two episodes left to go. Like I said, we'll, we'll, uh, get, we'll not get you back the lead, on the but show. He's like the second lead. We'll get you back on the show. Yeah, like I said, this is a very fickle audience. And like I said, you stop talking about Star Wars. And that, they're, <laughs> you saw I laughed too much. And the shit, everything yeah. goes to hell. And they don't like our podcast because they're here for comics. <laughs> Stop choking up my Patreon money with your Fulcrum report. How dare you enjoy your free time? Also, I, I want to say, uh, oh, maybe we can talk after the stream anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. No, this is, it's an all an illusion. We're not friends. Once, <laughs> once we go off air... Yeah, we just go our own separate ways. I do my voice acting. He does his voice dub comics. We never see it. We never talk. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to pretend we're friends. We're going to next week. I'm going to be like, yo, yeah, we still talk with Tan. He's the cool guy. Yeah, but no, no, <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, it was a, it was an honor having you in. Um, sure, hopefully we can hopefully uh, get you in here on some sort of voice dub and uh, for what, one of our projects. I think that would be really bitching. Sure, sure. I love that. Uh, well, if I can, well, there is a bit of an accent as you can see, but still. We deal with all kinds of stuff and there's aliens all the time. We love our aliens here. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, cool. So another one is added to the Fulcrum Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> we have Tan. Join, Tan joins the fight. Uh, Gilbert, we need the... Uh, we need you to pull up like the uh, the Smash Bros meme. 
<laughs> to androids to fight. So, um, <laughs> thank you guys. Uh, I'm Sebastian. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. Uh, go check out everybody's uh, amazing pages throughout the week. Uh, please don't for to forget to support the channel. Um, also, yeah, please support the the Fulcrum Report. We would love to have uh, a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> it's been up a while, and uh, Gilbert put a lot of work into it. And uh, I'm giving out tickets, so if you want a ticket, go check out uh, Patreon. Two tickets to Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. So it's gonna be fun. Please uh, like this video. Uh, subscribe to our channel, hit the little bell notification so you know when our videos pop up. And uh, yeah, comment below uh, if you haven't already uh, commented here on the uh, on the live stream. You're more than welcome. I trust me. I this podcast is my baby, so I check throughout the week to see what you guys comment on it, and and I cry every time you guys drop a dislike. No, I'm kidding. So. <laughs> But no, uh, the point the point is uh, I check in the comments all the time. So feel free to start up a convo uh, if you guys are listening to the show later at another time and and you feel like you uh, you had something to say. I'll I'll, I'll come back and shoot up. I'm the, I'm that weird little bunny. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Uh, but uh, I I think this has been another episode of the Fulcrum Report. Oh, real quick. Um, before I end episode Fulcrum Report uh, 58, um, everybody, please go check out uh, Huntington Beach Oktoberfest. <clears throat> uh, we're doing a, a cross-promotion thing with them, so uh, they're, they're going to definitely give us a huge shout-out and let us do some fun stuff. So everybody, please go check out uh, Huntington Beach Oktoberfest. It's Wednesday through Sunday. Um, it's Sunday's family day, so I believe that's from 1 to 7, and then we have Oktoberfest from like 6... Um, till like two in the morning, they go crazy. There's, there's live music, there's boots, there's pretzels. Uh, it's, it's a fun time and, uh, it's, it's, it's fun for the family. There's dogs and races. If you just want to see little wiener dogs race each other, it's, it's, it's something like the, the imagination can't even describe. So everybody go check it out. Oktoberfest 2019 at Huntington Beach Old World. But uh, with that being said, this is Folk Report episode 28. Gilbert, Machinima Man, Tan, everybody, we love you. We're out. See you next week. Bye. Everybody go home. We off? Uh, no, yes. I, I purposely no. stay on just a little bit to hope.